Welcome back to another episode of an Athletic Life Podcast. I'm your host, Schneef. We've got a very special guest today, NDSU men's basketball, Josh Streit. Um, Josh, tell us a little bit about yourself, where, where you're from, whatever you want to say. Just tell the listeners, you know, tell them about you. Um, I'm from Watkins, Minnesota. Um, grew up on a small farm in a small town of about 1,000 people. And coming to NDSU was uh, a great experience for me. I am a... Uh, a sophomore, I started redshirting my freshman year, but got it pulled halfway through the year due to some injuries and everything, so I am in my second year. Awesome. What position do you play for NDSU men's basketball? Uh, I am a five or a center, whatever whatever you want to call it. Yep. So you do the tip. Yep. That's the guy. So why basketball? What what drew you to basketball at a young age? Why did you continue to, to play it in college? Um, I always loved basketball at a young age, um, just with my brothers all playing basketball when I was younger and watching them throughout high school. I just grew a love for the game. Um, when I was getting older, um, got a little better at football and had a few offers for football, but uh, just always knew from a young age that I wanted to play basketball, and I think that's what really pushed me towards basketball. Yeah, so you're on the NDSU basketball team. You guys had a little bit of a rough start to the season. Recently, you guys have strung together some wins, and you're playing really well in conference play. What are you guys doing well right now? Um, I think just we had a lot of injuries at the start of the year. Um, we're really young. Had seven or six or seven freshmen come in that all play meaningful minutes. Um, I just think we're all finally starting to click. Um, we were banged up, like I said, at the start of the year. Just getting everybody healthy and uh, playing with everybody more and more just helps out a lot. So back to full strength a little bit. And you guys think you know you're, you're hitting your stride at the right time yep. late in the season going into conference play, so you guys are feeling good right now. Um, how does Coach Richmond keep you guys motivated through a long season? You know, the basketball season is really long. You guys have a lot of practices, a lot of games. Away trips are long. It's not just one day in your back. It's, you know, multiple days at a time. How are you guys staying motivated through practices, you know, through injuries? You have schoolwork, social life. You know, what are you doing to stay motivated? Um, it's for sure hard. We start in the fall, pretty early in the fall, and we don't get done until March, um, which is a pretty long season. Um, Coach Richmond is a—he's a different breed. I—I I like to say he—he—he um, he, he will always find a way to motivate you, just mm -hmm. whether it's this or that. Um, he always has an edge, which helps out a lot. Um, there's never a day at practice where he's laying back or laying off a little bit, and he's always ready to go and always on edge. I'd like to say, um, just having that coming from your leader just helps you out a lot, and. The road trips, yeah, we're gone for seven days. It gets tough, but when you're with a group of guys that you're all really tight and close, it's not that bad. High energy. He's always bringing energy to practice, yep. keeping you guys moving. Yep. He's never going to take it easy on you guys. From you know, just from my talks with him, which have been very brief, he seems like a guy that you know he's always got energy. He's always seeing the good, the good, and whatever situation you guys are in, whatever the outcome is, he's going to find something that's positive for you guys to build on that. So I imagine it's you know it's nice to have that, yeah. especially when things aren't going so great. You talked about, you know, a week-long road trip. How does that, you know, how, how do you balance school when you're on the road for so long? You're missing classes. You know, how do you guys handle that? Uh, we have study tables throughout the road trip, um, obviously not on game days, but every other day we'll get a two-hour study table in before practice in the morning in between breakfast and practice. Um, emailing a lot of teachers, keeping up, going to office hours, just making sure your teacher knows who you are is a big thing. Um, some, some guys struggle. I like... I sit in bed and I'll just make sure, double check and triple check, make sure I 
have everything, make sure my professors know that I'm gone. Um, it gets tough at times, especially later in the season, starting a new semester. Because in the fall semester, you kind of can get in a groove since we were not traveling right away. But in the spring mm -hmm. semester, um, you're in the middle of the season. It's hard to focus on classes. Um, but you just have to make sure your teachers know that it might be a little tougher for you and just um, help them out so they can help you out. It's about forming those relationships, right? You know, in the yeah. fall semester, you guys are in class for a while before you hit the road. Mm -hmm. And then you come back, you know, winter break, you guys are still here. Yep. You start up a new semester, new teachers. You got to create that relationship all over again. And they got to work with you. You got to work with them a little bit. Yeah. And for me, like, I tried to find, I took, I had a teacher first semester that I took this semester for that reason. Um, I really liked his class, really liked him. I knew um, he'd help me out with being gone and just, just, yeah, that personal relationship that you can have with the professors really helps you out. Yeah, for sure. Absolutely. Um, you know, why should guys who are in high school or who are in the transfer portal right now, why should they choose NDSU? What about this place, you know, the culture on the basketball team or the facilities? What speaks NDSU and I want to be here? Yeah, um, for me, the culture, um, obviously I was go COVID was a thing when I was going through my recruiting process. So I didn't get to meet the coaches until I came up here for the summer. So I committed just kind of blindly. And the culture and just the way the coaches interacted with me over the phone, um, I really, really, truly liked. I think NDSU obviously has great facilities, great fans. Um, our coaching staff is next level. Our, I mean, our team is dudes from Texas, Chicago, um, Louisiana, Minnesota, just from all around, and we all get along. I just think our bond as like a team is very very good and I think if you have the right mindset and just are open to meeting new people and doing the right thing that you're going to bond very well with us and you will always find someone on our team that you can just have a personal best friend relationship with yeah and you know you talk about it you know the chemistry of a team and the bond that you guys have in the locker room there's no politics there's yeah. there's nothing else involved it's you guys you know playing hard for each other every single day out at practice, in games, you know, in the weight room, you guys coming together, being a team, there's no outside impact on that. And like you said, I think it's it's great to have, you know, there's multiple different guys on the team from multiple different areas of this country, all have different backgrounds, and yet you all can still get along. And I, I think that speaks highly of the, the character that you guys have, at, you know, the basketball team. I think it speaks highly of Coach Richmond and how he prepares you guys to, to interact with each other. Um, you know, if anyone's listening to this and you know, you want to play college basketball, NDSU would be a great place for you. You know, they're they're good. They have great, you know, great facilities and great leadership in the locker room from the from the player aspect, and uh, great coaches to push you guys and advance your skill set. You guys have a very unique uh, eating system at NDSU. You guys, uh, can you talk about that a little bit? How does you know your guys' clean eats give you an advantage over some of these other schools? So, yeah, so every day we lift, whether it's four times a week, once a week, we have to send a, we, we call them meal picks. So we send a picture to our strength coach of what we're eating. Um, you have to have at least one, at least one fruit, um, a vegetable or a fruit. Like for breakfast, we eat two fruits instead of a vegetable. Um, and no fried food, no sweets, um, just trying to keep our bodies. I feel like when I eat like fried food sometimes and I would want to practice that same day, it just kind of doesn't feel right in my stomach. And I feel like the cleaner you eat, the more you get prepared. And I feel like if you eat really clean and then all of a sudden eat three fried meals in one day, you're just not going to feel right. 
So I also think that helps a lot with like eating and just knowing that you have to eat right. Otherwise you're not going to be, not going to feel the greatest. Um, we have, it's the consistency of that, that yeah. healthy meal plan that you guys are doing. Um, you know, it gives you an advantage off the core, but also it makes your body recover faster, right? Yeah. And that's the purpose behind it. Mm-hmm. And, you know, coaches are holding you guys accountable by making you send those pictures of them yeah. on your plate. Uh, is there, you know, I don't want you to incriminate yourself here. Is there any uh, times where you guys might, you know, slide something off to the side, whether it's a dessert or something like yeah. that? Yeah, especially with, like, the fried food. I really like fried chicken. Mm-hmm. So, like... Like some like when we don't lift, I'll I'll eat like one of those. But like, if there's something like I really like, like the dining center has that like fried breaded chicken. Mm-hmm. I really I really like that. So we'll, what we do is we put it on a napkin, slide it over, and then send our meal pick, and then we'll slide <laughs> it back. Hopefully, uh, Coach Miller doesn't listen to this. But <laughs> yeah, that'll be all right. Um, can you take us through a game day? Like what your routine is? How do you stay ready to play a game? Whether it's home, away, you're traveling. What what does a typical game day look like for you? So, for home games, obviously you wake up, um, you go eat, have breakfast, and that's normal, home or away, but um, the difference between home games is obviously you have class, um, but we usually have shoot-around throughout the day, which is basically we just get a ton of shots up, um, if we're away we get used to the arena, go through a few blobs um, based on out-of-bounds plays, go through our plays, um, just kind of like the one last like refresher on everything, mm-hmm. um, and then... Once shoot-around's done, we get about two hours or when we're at home to do whatever we want. Back in the facility by 5 if we're playing at 7. And we go over one last time over personnel, go through every person, um, go through transition, offensive rebounds, whatever our points of en- emphasis is that game. Um, just make sure we wrap everything up one last time. And then after that, we're pretty much free. We go get on the court about... 80, minute, 80 minutes before the game, free shoot until 50 minutes, and then we do our warm-up. We, we stretch, um, and then just basically get a bunch of shots up, go in the locker room. Um, coach goes over a few things, go back out, do layup lines, um, do a few other things, do shell, go back in. One last personnel thing, just on the starters. And then we go back out, and then it's tip off, and then you play. So you guys put the finishing touches on things, you know, Five forty, you know, yep. five o'clock, yep. somewhere around there. Get get ready for the game plan, and then it's on you to get in that the mindset. Yep. yep, exactly. We're gonna shift a little bit from basketball here and talk more about you know Bison in general, what it means to be a Bison. So, what is Bison pride to you? I think Bison pride to me is just doing it for the people you love and doing it for the fans, and just always having that extra if. Like, making sure you do everything the right way and just, like, no buts or ifs. You just play your hardest. I feel like Bison always play hard no matter what, um, no matter how talented you are or not. Um, we're always going to bring our bring our A game the best we can and just try to try to be try to be who you can be. And full, just, full throttle, up 40, yeah. down 40. Yep, yeah, no matter what, until the clock's hit zeros or... No matter what, we're always going, 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 just trying to get better. It's more about us trying to get better than the other team. Never taking a possession off, playing yeah. hard, like you said, working with you know with the guys that are next to you, yeah. and no matter who's on the court, you guys are, you know, you feel solid in the game plan. Feel like yeah. you can execute no matter what. Um, who's the greatest teammate you've played with from a skill level, from a, you know, skill set standpoint? Who's the greatest player you've played with? Um, for for sure, Grant Grant Nelson. Um, I played with few dudes in AAU, um, 
David Joplin comes to mind. He plays at Marquette now. He's very good. Uh, Taman Lipsy, he's a year younger than me. He plays at Iowa State. He's a point guard. He's really good. I'd say Grant Nelson. Obviously, I play with him now. Um, he's very skilled, can shoot, uh, can play off the dribble, can catch and shoot, can play back to the basket. He, he's everything you want, and he's 6'11", and he can move. So um, he's he's very good. I believe he got dubbed the nickname Unicorn, is that correct? Yeah, Unicorn. Uh, let the unicorn run free. <laughs> he's a guy who can do it all. Yeah. He's got the height, he's got the length that you need in a basketball player, and he can also you know, move like a two. So it's got to be a great advantage for you guys and for Coach Richmond. Um, who, now, who's the best teammate that you've played with, as in who represents Bison Pride the most? You know, who's just a good teammate? I'd say probably Sam Griesel. Um, I think the more and more I get to know these young guys and the more and more they get to know the culture. I've only been here for two years, like I said earlier, but um, basically our team's been flopped from my freshman year to this year. And like I said before, our, this, this year's team is very young, so they don't quite get Bison Pride quite yet, but... From what I picked up from last year, um, Rocky Cruiser, Sam Griesel, um, Tyree Eady. Tyree Eady is a sleeper. He he uh, he works hard, um, does all the right things for the right reasons, and that's the same with Sam. So do you feel a little bit more pressure to show these young guys what bias and pride is, being that you have a whole new team, you know, you've only been here for two years, but you're you know one of those guys who's one of the older guys who's you know been in the program for a while. You know, that aspect of Bison Pride, how do you show those young guys, being that it's only your second year and you're still trying to figure it out a little bit? Yeah, that me and uh, my roommate Andrew Morgan have talked about that, especially um, this summer, this past summer when all the got, new guys got here. We're, we were thinking, like, um, we're supposed to be learning this stuff. Like, we're only sophomores, and we've only been through this, um, like, one once, like mm-hmm. one year. One offseason, yeah. season. Yeah, and it's just kind of growing up and finding your way as you go. Um just helping the young guys out as much as you can. As much as you know, you have to let the, the younger guys know. And obviously experience is going to help out a lot. But, like, for me, it was tough, especially the the summer because the spring, it, there was just five five of us guys. And when the summer came around, you we all had to grow up. Us five had to grow up and just realize these young guys don't quite get it yet, whether it's on the basketball floor or this fall and in the classroom, like, they, they might not get it. Like, you have to get your stuff done. It's not like high school. If you skip an assignment or skip this or skip that, you might be fine just because you're talented. But in college basketball or any college athletics, you have to do everything the right way. Otherwise, you're going to get penalized in the long run. Yeah, it's that next man up mentality. You know, this is your team now. you got to show them the ropes a little bit. And you talked about, you know, young guys trying to figure out you know, their classwork, their homeroom, or their homework. Um, it's, the, it's not the fact that if they skip an assignment, they won't be okay. It's the we do things the right way here. You know, these professors, they know who you are. They know mm-hmm. what you're a part of. And you're going to have a target on your back just because you're an athlete here. Yeah. So for them to figure that out quickly, I think, will help. And for you guys to show them that will be, you know, good for the program in general. Um, what's the loudest game that you've been a part of at the Shack? Probably this year, Oral Roberts. We had a huge student section. Most students I've ever saw. Um, fun game. We ended up on the wrong side. We lost. But, I mean... When we we were hitting shots early and the the arena got really loud and it was super fun, but I'd say that ORU game was just it was different. Pack the shack. Yep, yeah, pack the shack, baby. And just we were we were playing really well at the time. ORU was playing really well too. Um, Max Aismas obviously has a big name around him. He's a very good player, um, and just, I think that all helped it out just to bring a lot of people there. Yeah, the shack was absolutely packed that night. Yeah. I mean, you couldn't find a spot to park. Yeah. There, 
people were everywhere. There was lines out the door to get in. Yeah. It was incredible to see the you know the support that Bison, Bison Nation brought you guys for that that really important game. It was you know the one and the two seed in the conference at the time. Yeah. Big game for you guys. Uh, like you said, unfortunately you're on the wrong end of that one, but you'll get another opportunity here soon. Um, so you have a brother on the football team. Um, is it special to know that even though you guys aren't playing the same sport, you get to wear the same colors, you know, one last time? Because you played a little bit together in high school. You know, what impact has it had on you knowing that you have a another resource out here that's not on the basketball team that can help you out when you need? Yeah, I felt like my freshman, fresh, well, my first semester, it was just me. He came um, the second semester of my freshman year, and I felt like, I mean, yeah, I was I was having fun, but, like, there was just, like, some part of me that was missing. Um, I think just having him here to, like, help me out with little things, just, I mean, even though we don't play the same sport, he kind of shows me the ways, like, he's been through college, um, he knows what he's doing. I just, like, just having someone to talk to, seeing him around the shack, um, just, is, it's fun for me. I, like, it's your family. I love, I love my family, and I like seeing him around the shack, just saying what's up, um, just having him around, like, I don't know, that, I felt like my first semester here, I just, felt like some something was mi missing I wasn't homesick or anything but just something was mi missing and I think uh he helped out with that a lot he's a built-in best friend you know yeah. he's, he's your support line I kind of went through the same thing I had a brother here uh you know he was on the football team at the time and I was I was too so it was nice to have that guy to lean on a little bit yeah. show you the ropes yeah and I feel like it might be a little better that we play different sports so we don't see each other too much but yet we can see each other whenever we want and just whether we go out to supper or something just having that connection is nice yeah absolutely and especially in a town you know fargo's way bigger than yeah in valley so yeah. just to have that that connection here and you know help you out when things get tough being that your parents might not be in town yeah. or girlfriends away or whatever it is you have someone here to support you um are there ever any men's and women's practices at ndsu in the off season where you guys play the girls team or anything like that just kind of keep things full and keep things loose um no not not since I've been here. Mm -hmm. um, I mean, we probably could set it up if we wanted to, but no, I I don't think we've done anything with the women competition-wise. Yeah. But, I mean, our team is pretty close with the women's team. Um, I know I'm pretty close or am very good friends with girls in my grade on the women's team. It's not like there's a gap, but we just haven't practiced together. Yeah, and, you know, they've had a really, really good season, yeah. too. Um, who, who's their best shooter? Their best shooter? Probably Heaven. Who's our best shooter or your best shooter? Um, probably Lance or Bo. Three point competition. Who are you taking? Ooh. I'm probably. Mm, I think it. I think it would actually be really close. Mm -hmm. uh, I think probably a little biased, but I think I'm probably taking Lance. Lance yep. is a really good shooter. Good answer. You don't want your teammates to yeah, that you know. Yeah. Um. Do you have a welcome to college basketball moment? You know, I, I asked the football guys on here, welcome to college football moment. Do you have that, you know, college athletics moment where it kind of shocked you? It's not what you thought it was going to be? Um, I think football is a little different because you don't get the physical contact like you would mm -hmm. in basketball. Like in football, you, you just might just get smacked once and then you're like, wow, this is the real thing. Um, for basketball, I think, so Rocky was out. Rocky Cruiser was out all summer. He rolled his ankle like the first week I was here, and he was out all summer. And I just think guarding him and Grant in the fall of my freshman year was just like, wow. Like, eye opening a little bit. Yeah, it's like these dudes are fast. They're, they're strong, they're fast, they can shoot. And game wise, I don't know if they're. 
was an eye-opening moment in the games just because I saw it all in practice. And Rocky and Grant are two very good players, especially in our conference, both all-conference players. So I think for me, just seeing it in practice for the first time, guarding Rocky is like, this dude is really strong and really physical. And that was just eye-opening. I don't think there was one moment. I just think constantly him bringing it every single day just was eye-opening to me. Yeah. Yeah, I got to ask you, have you ever been put on a poster? Yeah. You have? Um, ORU this year was pretty bad. And then last year at Denver was pretty bad too. Ah, happens to the best of us. It's all right. So for you guys that are listening that don't know what that means, uh, put on a poster is, is when someone on the other team dunks it over the top of you and you know, you're getting put on a poster, <laughs> their hype poster. So that kind of wraps it up for us for episode four. I'm going to turn it over to Josh for a second if he wants to you know, address the viewers or buys a nation. You got anything for him? Um, like Logan said, pack the shack. Uh, we play this weekend, uh, Thursday and Saturday, Thursday at 7, Saturday at 1. Uh, come out, support. Should be two pretty good games. We should be able to get both and just pack the shack and uh, go Bison. Well, that's it. Pack the shack. Support the men's basketball team as they hit this last stretch of the, the season here and support them as they go into the Summit Tournament. Thank you guys for listening. Thank you for taking the time out of your day. Uh, have a great night. Leave a review on Spotify if you haven't. And we will be up on Apple Podcasts here soon. We're still trying to finish the details on that so we can we can share it out and get, get the content out to more people. But uh, episode four, thank you.